kids. You're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. He's a medical scholar, lover of all things sports, but above all else, he's a major celebrity. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Dog Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. London Smith. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as dexamethasone suppression test and 2021. So I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Hey, hey, Dr. London. How, uh, did you, uh, have a fun Chris, you know, Christmas vacation, New Year's break? Yeah, it was all right. I, you know, been up to anything? Make new friends or anything like that? Well, no, I kind of just, I mean, I I guess I met a few new, yeah, yeah, I met Mm -hmm. a few new people, but like it was all, it was, you know, we Uh, got tested before we hung out. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Dr. London, I've got to be honest, I've been wanting to talk to you about this for a little while now, but I think the celebrity of this podcast has gone a bit to your head. Yes. In what way? I actually saw in the tabloids that over the last few weeks you've been hanging out with uh, all these A-list stars, these celebrity types. I didn't realize that was who you were. I thought you were more of a professional. Didn't realize you were a celebrity doctor. I mean, you were hanging out with... I, I saw you had a private Zoom session with, I mean, Patrina Marina, wow. one of the biggest pop singers in the world, yes, and an but... exonerated terrorist. Exonerated, though. Yeah, sure. But you also had a writing session with the Dust Up Twins. Yes. Which is Vegas's biggest variety stage act, and it's dust-based. Well, the and biggest they, they, that's based they, on they, dust, yeah. Yeah, they do, like, dust bubbles, and they spell mm. things in dust. Bowls, it's like, wash me. Yeah. yeah, stuff like that. What's your point? Because that sounds, I mean, so are you jealous that I have friends that aren't you or? Well, A, yes, obviously. Yes. B, I just thought you were more about the work, about the medicine, not about, you know, fame and and being famous and being on The Masked Singer or whatever your goal is. I, I don't know what the goal is here. Well, when they asked me I, to be on The Masked Singer, I did decline, if that's what you're getting at. Uh, I heard mm-hmm. through the grapevine that you've been hanging out with Gizmo from Gremlins. You were at a socially distanced cocktail party. That's right. But once again, I don't see the problem. I Whenever... Maybe you don't realize this because you're only the producer on this show you think gizmo's a good influence on you i i think he knows a lot that a lot of other stays out all night okay i okay i i only tried that once but like i stay out all night sometimes whenever i'm you know working a a night shift that's Uh that's not crazy gizmo's actually kind of deep you know he smokes marijuana 
smoke weed well, every yeah, day. Yeah, but like, and everyone has their little, their sorry, their immense character flaws. <sighs> but uh, you know, guess you are on a on a words with friends chain mm-hmm. game with Pete Holmes and the guy who was fired from SNL a while ago. Yeah, the the. Uh, the racist, the one that, who had a racist podcast thing, yeah, 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 um, yeah. What y'all just play words with friends now? I didn't even know that game still existed. I thought that was the thing from like nine years ago. It was, and you know, thanks to the influence of some of these uh, cancel cultured people, which the cancel culture. Oh, I've been talking to Gizmo about this, and. He's actually really opened my eyes on some of it. Yeah, he's really opinionated. He's got like a he was a big like Gamergate blogger guy. Yeah, that's right. I don't like this influence, Doctor London. Why? I what? I I can't even ask why. I know it's because you're jealous. You've said it, and also it's it's plain on your face. Look, whenever you reach this level of celebrity by being the host of a medical education podcast. It's not bad if it goes to your head a little bit because it's just the appropriate amount. Like, that's just how it is being a celebrity. I, you know, I, these are my friends now. You're just saying you see yourself accurately with how the world sees you. That's right. It's not, it's not an exaggeration. It's yeah. ex- precisely the correct way to perceive myself. And, yeah, you know, okay. Gizmo's been telling me about how some people might be jealous and might act out and you know i guess gizmo i don't know gizmo does a lot of writing gizmo's kind of deep Giz- yeah, i've heard he does a lot of stuff yeah a lot yeah, of different stuff he's a busy guy yeah and you know more power to you know i'm pretty busy too and so he and i relate on you know we, we talk about sometimes about our time management skills but then other times you know he reads me some of his poetry uh, i don't know like uh gizmo especially is really i don't know we, we had a lot of heart to heart were you facetiming with the reddit alien guy earlier you know the little alien guy uh yes yes i was and uh it went well i think like he had a lot of is that was that a business opportunity or is that just the social thing it, it's hard to really separate the two. Oh, yeah everything's like, business to you now huh well it's just networking you know yeah Everything in the transactional world of Hollywood. Well, it's just, you know, it's the front page of the internet is is Reddit, and so obviously I'm going to talk to this guy. Like it's what I, you know, another thing Gizmo told me was that because of the jealousy, people might treat me differently in a negative way, and that I need to be on guard and you know do something about it if if there's a problem. But you know, I, Gizmo told you about fake friends? Yes. Ugh, I tried to not let you ever find out about fake friends. Yeah. Uh, which which was a weird app concept, but um, in any case. This whole thing today was sort of supposed to be an intervention. That's how I set it up originally to to like mm-hmm. to intervene yeah the but banner I, here yeah i sent everyone who i thought was your friends an invite and no one even responded huh. so i i figured it didn't make sense as an intervention because it's just me kind of kind of calling you out a bit 
Yeah. So no, no one, re- no one responded. And so I really didn't want you to learn about the concept of fake friends, because you know, you know, then none of them will show up for your. Well, maybe they just wouldn't show up because they don't think I need an intervention or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's got to be it, bud. Anyway, so that's our producer Cameron. Uh, also with us is Digital in the House. Dr. London, I've got to be honest. I've been wanting to talk to you about this for a little while now, but I think the celebrity of this podcast has gone a bit to your head. Why? I what? I, I can't even ask why. I know it's because you're jealous. You've said it, and also it's it's plain on your face. Look, whenever you reach this level of celebrity by being the host of a medical education podcast, it's not bad if it goes to your head a little bit because it's just the appropriate amount. Like that's just how it is being a celebrity. I, you know, I these are my friends now. Like, that's just how it is being a celebrity. Like, that's just how it is being a celebrity. And later, Cameron tells him that we can expect a special guest. So, look forward to that. That's right, Dr. London. Before we move on... I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. So I had this uh, this care package arrive, and I don't know, you know, your experience with care packages, but you know, they'll they'll fall from the sky via, you know, a, a note tied to a weight, and in in this case, it was just you know a lead round weight, and there was a note tied to it, so that f- fell down and tied to the uh, care package right it's not just a basically a rock with a note well it, the method is the same as a care package i get uh, yeah it's a care package because there's a, a caring note oh uh, but it was just just a lead weight and a note that that's all the the whole thing consisted of other care packages might you know apples be, yeah candies. and like in a package and uh parachute it in or whatever but um no so anyway this listener sent me this message via care package dropped through part of part of the deck that's now broken from it the note reads quote god created horses too would you also smoke a horse end quote yeah, well, so first of all, thank you so much to this listener for reaching out to us here on the Jock Talk podcast to to answer the... Is this directed at Gizmo? Yes. I... I, I guess so. You're talking about, because Gizmo likes to talk about all the well, time he talks about, well, God made it, it grows from the ground, so why can't we smoke it? Yeah. And which which is an argument you, that made way more sense like ten years ago when he was saying it. I think most states in the country have some form of legalized marijuana, either recreational or medicinal. A lot of them have. Yeah, yeah. it's and, like thirty something now. Yeah, and you know, I mean, p- part of part of the blowback is, and I think maybe one of the reasons he likes to hang out with me is because I keep saying that you know it's the it's Satan made that. That's that's the devil. So, 
Um, maybe that's part of what what is influenced. Anyway, so uh, would I smoke a horse? To the listener's question, I would say, yeah, I, I don't. God oh. made it, and it's organic. Everyone these days is addicted to these chemicals that we don't even know what's in them. I pick up a can of Coke, and I, you know, I look at the the uh, ingredients. What do I think is going to be in there? Cola, Coca Cola, both, yeah. But you know, water, sugar, syrup. You know, those are the three, the four ingredients in cola. And then I look back there, and it's like benzene, zandoate. Mm-hmm. Tron, so you're saying, Tron 47. You're saying because it has a large number of ingredients listed. That I would smoke that, a horse. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, thank you to this listener for, for reaching out. And I hope that we answered your question. I, I don't, That that's Cameron's answer. I don't know that I would smoke a horse. That sounds. Denied. I, I don't. The physicality of it i don't really understand how you would approach it but in any case we can go ahead and move on to our medical topic acute respiratory distress syndrome so acute respiratory distress syndrome or ards for short is an acute diffuse inflammatory form of lung injury that is associated with a variety of etiologies Recognizing and promptly treating ARDS is critical to reduce the associated high mortality. So basically it's your your lungs are inflamed and just diffusely inflamed and it's uh it's it's a it's a bad thing and if you, if you don't treat it then people die. Why are you so like dark and negative? This is the kind of depressing stuff you want to talk about. This is a brand new year, new opportunities, and you want to focus on mortality rates and death and want to make people think about their mortal lives. Well, want to the- talk about the actually fun diseases, Dr. London? You know what I mean? Like, I saw this video the other day of this dog who was, like, tip-tapping around, and he was dancing around, and his arms were, like, flailing around all crazy, and it was really funny. And then I read in the comments, this dog has, like, a neurological... Neuro... Neuro... Neurological disease. Neuro... Yeah. Neurological disease. So... And that's funny. And so, like, why not talk about stuff like that that can get people laughing and, like, having fun and, like, getting up and dancing? Because, I mean, think about it. If this dog has this disease and he's still able to learn how to dance with such cool moves, then anyone can become president of the United States. So, so normally we we try to avoid, you know, laughing at the expense of disabled creatures that you know that's kind of considered to be a mean thing no it wasn't expensive at all i only had to pay two dollars to see this video oh the video was behind a paywall yeah well i found this great website where each video is only two bucks so i was used to be paying way more for like cable and all that stuff now i just use this website that it's it's called viral cash 
dot man. And that's its name? Is that also the URL? Yeah, it's viralcash.man. Okay. But there's there's th- there's three hyphens in there. Okay. And um yeah, it's like 2 bucks a video. It's uh really you know, they're not a sponsor or anything, but I do want to shout them out. Yeah. So, and okay, and so this is the a better So it's rate. not that expensive at all. Okay, well anyway, so to get back to, to ARDS, it can be caused by a lot of different things. Um it can cause by sepsis, infectious or aspirational pneumonia, trauma and burns, pancreatitis, smoke inhalation, shock, transfusion-related acute lung injury, cardiothoracic surgery, hematopoietic stem cell transplant, drug toxic- toxicity, a lot of things. Uh, but it should be suspected in patients with progressive symptoms of uh, dyspnea, and that's difficulty breathing. Um, it can have an increased requirement for oxygen and alveolar infiltrates on chest imaging within 6 to 72 hours of an inciting event. Uh, See, clinic- like, that's funny. Like, chest imaging? That that to you is humorous? Like, drawn... Are you talking about, like, when someone passes out at, like, a party and you, like, draw, like, funny pictures all over their chest? No, no, I'm referring to... Drawing images? Like, an x-ray of the chest. And sometimes, like, you draw... Dude, sometimes like you would draw like a big butt. I would. Yeah, you would draw like a big butt. <laughs> you know what I mean, dude? No, but like the you in the like larger sense. I like whenever I like my freshman fifteen. Yeah, like before I got like mm-hmm. lost the weight. Well, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so. Not lost it, per se, but moved it around, I guess. Well, anyway, uh, clinically, uh, ARDS patients, um, they typically present with uh, dyspnea and a reduction in arterial oxygen saturation after six hours following inciting event. Although You got plastic surgery is what I'm trying to say. And this is part of the celebrity thing that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, well, I mean... You took some of the fat from some places... And you put it in your lips. That, yeah. Well, yes. I, I, I don't see how that's wrong. It's not wrong. I just don't know if it's you. Well, I mean, I don't. It's want a transplant you to fat. So be it's not pressured into being someone that you're not. Just, look, Gizmo's a pleasure to be around, but yeah, sometimes the. The talk is a little judgmental, but I think it's I think it's healthy. I think it's healthy for me to. It sounds like he's making you feel bad about your body, Doctor. No, London. I feel great. And then suggesting now. you you go. I feel uh, better now. Now that he, now that he accepts you. Oh, he just had great advice. That's all. Now that now that he tells you you look great. Well, he he doesn't really tell. I feel like he hasn't even noticed, but. Uh, on, on examination, uh, patients can have uh, tachypnea, and that's increased respirations. They can have tachycardia, that's increased heart rate. What would the guy who was fired from SNL a while ago think of you just, just, just following Gizmo's orders? So your your issue now would be with uh, the guy who got canceled having a problem with me trying to superficially better myself for gizmo the gremlin yeah okay i you know 
and I, I have learned a lot from that guy in terms of, you know, just like from Gizmo about cancel culture and how, uh, dumb it can be if, if you're the one who gets canceled, but I'm not currently canceled. So it's kind of okay. I get, anyway, um, Patients can also have uh, diffuse crackles. Uh, when severe, acute confusion, respiratory distress, cyanosis, and that's cyan, uh, like the color, blue. Uh, that's that's where the term cyanosis comes from. Uh, they can have a diaphoresis or shortness of breath. All that may be evident in ARDS. Uh, other symptoms such as cough, chest pain, wheeze, hemoptysis, that's coughing up blood, and fever are inconsistent. And so those are mostly driven by the underlying etiology. Um, so initial chest radiograph typically has bilateral diffuse pulmonary infiltrates, although findings can be subtle. Uh, CT scan of the chest may show widespread patchy and or coalescent airspace opacities that are usually more apparent uh, in the dependent lung zones. Opacities can be subtle, but can become consolidative in appearance you know, when the severity worsens. Arterial blood gas, or ABGs, uh, they can show hypoxemia and pH imbalance, among other findings. Uh, you know, just in general, patients are going to be, you know, in this respiratory distress, they're they're not going to be looking good. They can have... Yeah, everyone is going to be in pain, and you're not going to cure them at all. And everything's sad, and everything's depressing, because that's what the world is. They can have... Welcome to 2021, everyone. Fever. I'm Dr. London. Fever, hypotension, leukocytosis with the left shift, low bar consolidation, lactic acidosis, or patients with shock may have evidence of organ failure, including transaminosis and renal insufficiency. Okay, well, now we're getting to the bright side. What about like, what about like, what about like stink toe? That would be a funny disease. Is that something? Well, there's, there's the, does someone have like stank toe? There's bad breath. That's a, condition uh halitosis okay so that's funny may so talk about you ever you ever had a guy come in with stinky breath syndrome and you just are like whoo buddy here's a mint whoo you need some gum well normally we'll try to figure out what you know what the underlying issue is like there could be a you know like a pocket in the in the esophagus where food is Woo! Did you eat a diaper full of chili? Where food's getting trapped, and that you know, and soon we'll move into the gastrointestinal system in our topics. But uh, so for right now, probably we'll just focus on treatment for ARDS, which is you know you try to keep the oxygen saturation over ninety percent. You will use uh, PEP is the term. It's high positive end expiratory pressure with low tidal volumes. Patients in respiratory distress often. You're trying to bait me with that. I'm not going to take it. Not biting. All right. Well, p- patients with uh, respiratory distress, they often require intubation. So this would obviously be part of the treatment as well. But uh, as I mentioned earlier before, treatment is, you know, it's based on the underlying cause of the acute respiratory distress syndrome. That's that's how you focus it. Uh, in any case, um yeah, well, we, we can go ahead and move on. Uh, I think we've talked enough about, you know, my my time in the tabloids with with Gizmo and with that, that guy who got canceled from SNL. Yeah, because that's all you care about now is your celebrity and your new friends, and you don't care anything about the patients or the medicine or my poker night, which you forgot about. For, forgot's a strong word. I... 
look, you, the, the problem with your poker nights is you always insist on betting using live exotic animals as your chips. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so normally that would be a place where people would be like, oh, no, or no exception, but you're just agreeing, yes. So to, to me, that's problematic. Well, you're just mad because you always forget to bring your poker. When everyone comes over to my house and we all have our fire pokers and we stand in a circle and we poke these exotic animals yeah. that we've bet on. Yeah, you know what? You just always forget a poker and so you always feel left out. That's what you're mad about. I... Yeah, for, for me, yeah, hurting animals is, I don't think that my... It's not hurting them. Well, it's, it's poking them with a sharp... For me, yeah, I don't, I don't think my problem was so much with the uh, what I didn't have. It's mostly what was... It's not hurting them because animals are very brave, especially exotic animals. And so they don't feel the same pain that you or I do. They see it as sort of noble. Yeah, uh, in any case, it, we, we can go ahead and move on from there if that's all right. All right, uh, Cameron said that we have a guest today. Is that right? That's right, Dr. London. New year, new guest. That's what I always say. Every single year. Yeah, I guess I don't... Hey, how's it going? Hey. Hey, well, my name is Dr. London Smith, com, and this is our producer, Cameron. Uh, what was your name? Oh, my name was Mel Practice. I'm an attorney. Okay. All right. Well, what uh, what brings you on the podcast today? Yeah, so right now I've got a couple of clients that uh, actually are working on these social distancing projects. Okay. So they're projects to promote social distancing? Yeah, so um, I can't really say specifically, you know, who the clients are just because uh, it's kind of a conflict of interest. But, um, for example, one of the projects uh, that one of my clients are working on is the, it's called the Adam's Apple. And basically what that is, is it's similar to a golf ball that you actually get uh, implanted into the back of your trachea and it's got a little microchip in it. And when someone comes up to you and they're within six feet, it just starts screaming from your actual voice because it's connected, please get the beep away from me. And it just keeps repeating louder and louder until you're just full on screaming. Yes. Wow. And does it act- does it beep or does it actually say the bad word? Um well, you can set the user settings to however you like. Um oh, Okay, so there's like a parental filter on it. Yeah, yes, exactly, because you know, it's like we don't want the little kids hearing, you know, like the F word or something yeah. like that. Um but sometimes like the client uh just likes to keep it very fun. And they'll just kind of set it on random mode, so you might, you know, be sending your kid to class or something, and uh, maybe they're going to the loo, and then the F word starts screaming out if someone walks behind them, you know? I mean, that's that sounds pretty... F- it's, it's nice when these kind of uh, 
you know, a, a medical thing, medical inventions, people can have like a sense of humor about it, you know? Right. And can you set different voices to it, like on ways? Like, can you set like a Mr. T or like a Paula Dean or something like that? Um, well, currently, from my understanding of reading the research paperwork, um, really, there's only about 76 variations of Microsoft Sam. So it it isn't too customizable. I mean, there is, you know, a, more than a baker's dozen of options, but... Sure, sure. It's not like you can get, you know, Mr. T or someone that cool on there right now, but they're definitely, it's in the works, you know. They've got developers and a whole team and all sorts. So it's... It, it will start... Yeah, I'm sorry, maybe I missed it. It'll start yelling the device will from inside of your body or from outside of your body? Um, so yeah, that, that's a great question, uh, Dr. London Smith. Um, by the way, I want to just take a second out to congratulate you on the uh, tabloids as well. You're getting very famous. Uh, producer Cameron as well. It's a huge accomplishment. Yes, yes, indeed. But to uh, backtrack a little bit and answer your question there, it actually uses your own vocal cords to produce the noise. Wow. Okay. I is there a reason why why that cuz that sounds invasive to me. That sounds like it would require a clinical procedure um you know going down you know like uh I don't know. It, 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 like intubation, which is actually what we talked about in the medical lesson, but that's that's a fairly invasive thing to do, and this you're, is just you're saying why modify someone's vocal cords when you could say attach a one dollar Bluetooth speaker that would be significantly louder and better, right? Because potentially you would if you're you could oh, because say... you could play Lincoln Park on it. Oh yeah, that that would be great. I mean, that's a very very valid point you bring up there. Um, and I do agree with you, actually. It is extremely invasive. Um, the procedure, from my understanding, actually takes three to six months. Um, but the reason why they didn't just do the cheap, you know, little teensy-weensy dollar store holler Bluetooth device is because, really, um, you know, we're all in it for the money, to be quite honest. Oh. Um and, you know, this is what I'm not an inventor and I'm not a scientist. And so, I mean, this is why I'm not. I'm not a businessman. I don't know these things. Right. And, you know. So it's it's making people spend more money just for the sake of having them spend more money, essentially. Well, exactly. It's like, for example, I've got a couple of clients currently that, uh, you know, are working on different cancer treatments and stuff and... They have actually claimed that they have the cure for cancer, but they explained to me, and especially with my attorney fees being as high as they are, they were saying that, you know, if they had a cure, that doesn't create long-term sustainable revenue for the business. And so if we just have these ridiculously expensive and highly invasive procedures that are going to be, uh, you know, occurring ongoing expenses for months and months, then we can maximize our profits, maximize the pain for our customers, 
and we can carry on from there, and I can sleep happy at night knowing that my bank account is full. Well, and that money is going to then obviously like trickle back down right, yeah. to the employees and the customers out of the goodness of the hearts of the of the of the CEOs and everything pulling that money in. And that's the sort of trust we have in the medical system today. Dr. London, can I borrow $7500? No, no, I don't think so. So um so if we had a cure for cancer, we would be, you know, using it. But just you know, with a cancer example, you know, there's so many different types of cancers. Well, okay. Variations. All right. If they had a cure for cancer, they're not going to tell you about it. Nope. Why wouldn't they tell me? Because you're just a celeb doctor. What are they going to call up Dr. Phil and Dr. Oz too? You were legitimate one week ago. Before you were all over the tabloids, you were a legitimate professional doctor but now i mean you're uh you're you're more like uh um you know when brian cranston was on seinfeld as a dentist but he wasn't even really because he's just an actor playing a character look boom i don't any publicity is good publicity and I think, you know, I wasn't violating any ethical things whenever I was in those tabloids. I, you know, I'm excited for me. And yes, whenever you're at the forefront, whenever you're the face of medicine, then people will tell you about new research that maybe they won't tell everyone else. So I'm sorry. Okay, so you do, what you were saying is you do know about the cure for cancer that they're trying to keep under wraps. Uh, so, So... um which is it it's one or the other either you're not being told these things because they can't trust your big mouth to not blab it all over tmz or you do know about it and you're lying to our audience here or you're calling our guest on our show a liar so mr practice uh you said you have other social distance new inventions um i don't know if i'd so call them uh, inventions or not but uh for example, one of the other clients that I currently have, uh, one of their projects is actually. Have you? Are you guys familiar with the uh, the giant plastic? It's kind of like a human hamster ball. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like a like a zorb. Yeah, yeah, like the zorbs or uh, maybe orbs or whatever you want to call them. But uh, yeah. So some of my clients they have uh, essentially those. And I mean, you can't get you know within six feet really of anybody because the uh, the giant hamster ball is blocking it. And then they actually went a, a step further, and they went and they filled the entire hamster ball with these flying bats. And so what the bats do huh. is there's actually a little lever inside the hamster ball. So if someone's not in a bubble, then you can pull the lever. And it releases at least, you know, 30, 40 bats and then causes mass panic and then everyone gets away from you and then you don't have to worry about it anymore. So it's, yeah, it's sort of the ultimate social distancing tool. That's fascinating. I, so so I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but, you know, uh, bats can carry rabies, which is a lethal you know, uh, infection. So I'm wondering, so, so the person 
in the this orb thing, they are already surrounded by bats constantly while they go around. Is that right? Before they release them? Yeah, yeah. So they're kind of just, yeah, like you said, you know, they're just flying around. And actually, with the rabies thing, they actually uh, inject rabies into the bats beforehand. Um, so that oh, to sort of add motivation for people to clear out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And plus, you know, we're trying to also work on uh, this. I'm sure you're familiar with it. It's a term called herd immunity, and we also want to encourage that with the rabies. And so, if everybody gets rabies too then maybe they're less likely to get, you know, coronavirus. Okay. No. Oh, wow. Wait, no, Dr. London, actually, I have a question here. I have not heard of rabies, too. This is the first time I've heard of rabies, too. Could you just, what What separates this from just normal, old-school rabies one? So, yeah, that's a great question. We have a level 16 laboratory. Uh, we actually uh, took the coronavirus, COVID-19 version of it, and... We made a hybrid virus with the rabies one strain, and we have actually created rabies two, the ultimate rabies. I, I a few a few questions here. For for one, I guess we'll start out with why. Why did you do that? Well, I mean, simply put, you know, if we made the rabies two strain. I could just make a lot more money, and that's really the only reason, essentially. Yeah, because it would take a lot of time and funding and everything to develop this new strain of rabies that's a hybrid of rabies and, and COVID-19. And Yeah, but... Once you make the discovery, you receive more funding. So, I mean, it really sounds like a huge cash cow, and they're injecting it into these bats, which, to your point, Dr. London is going to allow people to be more concerned about fleeing the area and creating a reasonable amount of social distancing space. So, so it's really good for the community. Okay, so right. a few a few points here. So herd immunity is based on, you know, immunity is is that's a big word there. So infecting people with rabies doesn't stop doesn't make them immune it makes them die from rabies now if you give them you know rabies immunoglobulins you know some antibodies then but that, that's a costly thing so i don't see how that how infecting people with rabies is that helpful and once again if if someone's in an orb like the product itself is them being in an orb with all these rabies two infected bats, I, it it just sounds like it will kill them for sure, because that's uh, however many bites from the bats, and you know then if they release it, however many bites on the humans. Do you see? Do you see how this is you know problematic potentially? Right. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely you know a few issues that we definitely need to address here um but i mean we've covered pretty much as far as a, from a liability standpoint goes um are you guys familiar with the platform fiverr.com yes oh yeah yeah that's the that's the website where 
you offer people usually somewhere in the range of five dollars to draw you as a Simpsons character or a South Park character. Yeah, yes, perfect, exactly. So we have actually taken advantage of that platform and we have outsourced all of our research and development. Um so that way, you know, it's like we paid five dollars USD for one individual to actually fuse, you know, rabies too. And so with that, you know, it's like we really don't have a high level of liability and our risk is being perfectly managed. Okay, so they make... Yeah, because it's, co- it's just freelance contract work. So really you're covered. Yeah, exactly. And since you know that since these guys almost certainly full-time draw either Simpsons characters or South Park-looking characters, you know that they're probably fully licensed to handle this kind of stuff. They wouldn't be on Fiverr if they couldn't, you know? Right, and I would assume so. And, you know, if if anything goes wrong, I'll just take the route that I have in the past and blame my paralegal team and flee the country. Okay, yeah, and I guess that that brings up another question. What what country are you speaking from at the moment? Um, so yeah, that is a great question, and a lot of people inquire about my accent as well. Um, but I was actually raised uh, by Siberian tigers, and so I had a pretty aggressive childhood, and I guess you could say I. I really had to claw my way out of that situation. Um, but oh. from there... <laughs> yeah, that's great. But from there, yeah, I actually ended up fighting in the Armenian-Azerbaijani war. And then when I was 14, I got adopted by a shaman. And his name was... Uh, you might be familiar with them. His name was uh, Joe Exotic. Yeah, yeah, that documentary. Right, I think there was a film about it. And we traveled around the world. I slowly acquired this awkward accent. And then uh, I actually went to the Bernie Madoff Online School of Law. And I got my law degree. And unfortunately... This is hard for me to say, sorry. But I got into... Is it hard to say because of the accent? Um, not not so much because of the accent, just because of the emotional trauma and stress that it has put on my life. Hmm. But, yeah, because of uh, multiple layers of legal trouble, Uh, Let's just say there were extreme accusations against me in the country I was practicing in at the time. And so I had to come to the United States and file multiple appeals to the Bar Association, and now here I am. Huh. Okay, so so whenever I ask what country you're speaking from, you, you could have just said, you know, I'm originally from this country, now I'm in the States. But no, it's good to good to hear the whole thing. Um, how how did you get connected with these clients that you're not allowed to tell us about? Sounds like they're pretty. I mean, powerful people, right? Or at least wealthy people. Right. Yeah, they're pretty powerful, pretty wealthy individuals as well. Um, most of them, I find, 
um, on Craigslist, sometimes Backpage, um, also AngelList, and sometimes, you know, I'll just go door to door, especially uh, in like a wealthier looking neighborhood, and I'll just start approaching people and... You know, sometimes you'll see people selling, you know, narcotics or whatever it may be. And I'll just say, hey, I bet you need a great attorney, right? And the answer every single time, guess what it is? Uh, yes. Like no. Is it probably, Spoiled yeah. it for you. Okay. I was going to say, like, I usually don't need an attorney. I'm usually not, you know, in legal trouble. I mean, you might someday, mate. But wait, the, so these, the people that you walk up to on the street that you say, do you need an attorney? And they say yes. These are the people you're doing these social distancing projects for? Uh, yes. Like on their behalf? So, so you walk up to what sounded like a shady looking character on the street and you say, do you need an attorney? And unsurprisingly, they say, yes, I do need an attorney. And the reason they need that attorney is because they have these ideas for projects for social distancing. Yep, that is correct. Okay. I just wanted to... Okay. So, okay, I have another, I guess, bit of concern to raise regarding that first, uh, I guess, invention. The um... It's not really an invention. It's just a... Cause what what even are these? I guess are you are you looking for a patent for these things? Well, you just I mean I'm, well when you, I I really I look I love these ideas. I think these ideas are genius. I just don't really understand what they are. It was asked at the beginning, why are you on this show? And then we we're sort of just pitched, uh, sort of buying a orb that already exists and then just filling it with animals. Like that's one thing. These are just like pitches. I I, I guess I don't know what the what the end game here is i mean yeah the social distancing projects essentially you know and it's like maybe some of them you know like you said with the hamster ball orb you know maybe not the most original idea but we still have patent pending you know being being issued for all of the clients and you know Okay, so 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 these are this is like a these are prod products that you're that you're trying to sell. Yes. Okay. How so? How how much if I because I am I actually I I really hope I don't come off as combative. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of all of this stuff because I actually am really interested in the hamster ball with the bat. Right. How much would that end up costing? Do you think? Um. Well, you know, depending on your budget and. You know how your financial situation looks. Um, for the hamster ball, that one is going to be around uh, five thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars, and that's okay. only twelve months of payments. So if you do the math on that, like I'm, I'm not too great at math, quick math in the head, but uh, that's why I'm just the attorney, you know. Is is there an option like a subscription option where maybe I pay sort of a little bit more of a premium every month, but I always get upgraded to the newest hamster ball bat models when they come out every year? Um, I believe that's something they're working on. So okay. I don't know if you've been to like a a renter center or something like that. But sure. let's say yeah, for example, you know maybe uh 
$80,000 ball is going to cost you somewhere in the likes of maybe 600000 in comparison. So you're definitely going to pay a lot more, but we can upgrade but you. But you're getting the, the, yeah, the premium of always having the latest and the newest. Yeah, exactly. We call it a privilege, but if you want to call it a premium too, that also works. So who, okay, I want to go back to who are these clients that you said you weren't allowed to tell us who they were? I, I assumed that meant like these were... I mean, they, yeah, they it, sound pretty. Can you give shady. us a hint about like a specific, like a someone more specific? Um, I mean, honestly, I can't really give like a specific name or even even a specific company, unfortunately, just because. I mean, the we we are contractually obliged uh, to keep that confidential as okay. the attorney. Yeah. And the client-attorney relationships, it gets a little weird, and I don't want to lose my legal license again. Okay, well, what about a specific outfit? Um, A specific outfit for social distancing? No, 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 no. A, okay, like your client. You can't give us clues about your client, but can you... You can't give us specifics, but can you give us a specific outfit that one of your clients wears? And then maybe me and Dr. London can kind of figure it out from there. Yeah, we can maybe deduce that. Yeah, so, I mean, most of them just wear, like, blackish trench coats, and some of them wear, like, pig Halloween masks, and I think one of them usually wears, like, an anonymous mask, or however you say it. And you um, okay, so these are these... these are these are actors in a skit about anonymous. I mean, maybe. You said you met you met these people in a wealthy neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, I mean, most of them. Some of them, you know, it's more, uh, more of in the alleyways of like the where the you know where you would be walking up to a wealthy neighborhood. So it's you know maybe you take a left at the dumpster and say, "Hey, you look like a client." And you just spark up a conversation and, you know, you just keep walking to the wealthy neighborhood as well and then get some clients there too. Yeah, it just, I guess to me it sounds a little bit suspicious. Um, The the story seems like it changes to a more negative one, even though the original story isn't great. Uh, One one little question I had about, I'm sorry to, like, the... Of course, the orb one with the the bats infected with the deadly virus. I'm not a fan of that. But even that that one's a that one's a good one. I actually wanna I I want to get this before we forget. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and put the jock doc seal oh, of no. approval on that one. All right. Um, does that product have a name? Um, the uh, well, which one was it? The uh, hamster ball or the uh... yeah? This is the hamster ball with the bats. Um, that one, I believe they're just calling it Bat Squad right now. Okay, Bat Squad? Yeah, that that's the product name. I know it seems kind of confusing, but I don't choose the name. No, that's just... great. Let's, we're, we're slapping our seal of approval oh. on that bad boy. DJ Dylan, can you play the slapping no. our seal of approval on that bad boy sound effect? <laughs> okay, all right, Dr. London, yeah, back well, to you. Yeah, well, the point that I was making was that, of course, that one is not even worth considering. 
but now what I'm thinking with that one that uses your own vocal cords uh, via, I guess, an implant, um, I'm wondering, can that be used in a negative way, potentially, to make people say words that they don't intend to say? Um, I mean, you know, as with most things, I mean, there is that potential. I mean, it's like you have a cell phone and, you know, it's like you have the choice to throw it at somebody and you know, maybe physically hurt them with it. Or you could just simply make a phone call. Um, so see, I, I don't see how those you could make a bomb threat, which is even more dangerous. Dr. Well, I, London, I don't see how those are the same because. You have the willpower to choose whether to throw that phone, but it sounds like this device. An intentionally placed and well-placed banana peel could kill the most powerful person in the country. I guess, I mean, so, you could just rip it you know out I mean? if you don't want it. Well, the thing is, it sounds like it's, you can't just rip it out. It's, it's a, that's that's a difficult location to reach, which is why you'd have to be a medical procedure just to implant that, which is why I'm, you know, I'm asking these questions. It It's concerning is is my opinion on it. But um, so, so I, I guess you haven't really ventured into this field of what if any of these is used in a in a way that's even more negative than the current because i'm thinking of hackers and whatever with any implant that sounds you know with an implant that speaks that sounds dangerous to me right well it's definitely very understandable too and i mean really you know it's like i'm not too personally worried about it maybe i should be but that's why, you know, we have designed multiple layers of contingency plans just in case something okay. negative were to happen. And then essentially what we would do is I would just recommend that the client dissolve the LLC completely and just declare bankruptcy to cease the further lawsuits. Okay, so so your your stance regarding any of these products is you will back off and be done with it if there's trouble. Precisely, yeah, yep. Well, he he did state he was trying to just maximize the amount of money that was coming in. Yeah, I mean, okay, well, you know, I I feel like, I don't know if you have more products, but this this already seems like plenty for us to kind of maybe just call it. This doesn't seem good or appropriate, uh you know, for, for our listeners to be, I, I certainly don't want to endorse, uh, despite the, the seal of approval, I don't want to endorse something that will kill people. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think, you know, any of these projects are going to kill anybody, you know, more than, more than people are already dying well, out there. Well, the rabies is a deadly virus. Like it, it has like a 99% more But you're not accounting for the amount of lives it's going to save yeah, with precisely. herd immunity. Plus it's already and endorsed. Again, that's not how that that's not how herd that's not what the term means. But uh okay, maybe I feel like now's a good time to kind of maybe wrap things up and um get some chores done. Aww. Aww.
Oh yeah, I completely forgot about the chores. We're not. I mean, it's a. We've got a whole new year, and we still have chores to well, do. Well, the thing is, we have been putting off some chores and then gaining other chores. You know what I mean? Yeah, we got to stop adding new chores. No, no, we need to get but things I guess done. Then it, then it wouldn't be a chore. For for any new listeners or anyone who hasn't listened to us in a long time. Or maybe this is a new year and you decided to listen to a brand new podcast. Well, we have been doing something for a while now called the Chore Wheel. And basically, we have been putting off tons of tasks on our to-do list that we needed to get done and we didn't get done. And so that that, that to-do list, that chore list has just been piling up for a long time. So we made this fun chore wheel. We spin it. And every week, we do one chore on the list, whatever it lands on, even if we hate it, even if it's doing the dishes, or if it's vacuuming, yeah. or if it's whatever, we're, ju- we're, we, we're we going to have to do it. Mel, can you stick around for a bit and help us out with this? Of course, of course. Okay, perfect. Dr. London, can you can you give that an old... Uh, yeah, let me spin 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 Skarooski. All right. Okay, I did. I pulled something there, but I turned it slightly, so I moved on to the next notch, which was New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions. This is actually perfect timing. Yeah, I've been shocked at how the how perfect the timing is with a, a lot of these uh, chore wheel. Well, I mean, it's technically it's you know it's a week late. Oh no, sorry, a year and a week late, really. Oh. It says 2019 yeah. resolutions. Yeah, 2019. Oh, okay. so like the 2019. Well, really, the 2020 resolutions. 2019 going into 2020. Yeah, that's right. What what I wanted to fix about myself in this past year, um, and so, you know, I guess we can each go ahead and read off our, our resolutions that we made. Uh, that we so from 2019 to 2020. Well, let's and let's we 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 need to be looking forward here. So how about this? Yeah, we we read. Everyone reads your New Year's resolution from last year, and we're gonna talk about whether or not you accomplished it mm-hmm. or not. And then we're gonna say our resolution for this upcoming year. Does that sound good? Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Okay. Uh, I mean, Doctor London, do you wanna yeah. do you wanna yeah, start I'll go first? Okay, so uh, let's see. Mine. It's okay. Uh, it just says travel more okay so so that was your only resolution i mean well i like to have one big one to focus on uh you know travel well it says travel more and well and the implication there is meet new people i was gonna go you know uh on a big trip where i would the whole plan really was to shake a lot of hands meet a lot of people you know uh just and did you accomplish that, or were you were you a big old loser, an epic fail, as they would say? So there have actually been travel restrictions. So I I was waiting a couple months uh, for the vacation days to add up, and so when the days came, I couldn't. There were travel restrictions in place, so I have been unable to accomplish my my travel goals. I. You know, I rarely leave the house now is really okay. where it's at. 
All right, so DJ Dylan, I guess play the loser sound effect, maybe like a America's Got Talent, like kind of kind of thing. Ooh, that was harsh. That's kind of mean. Yeah. Actually, could you make that twenty five percent meaner? Yes. Oh yeah, that's that was meaner right there. Well, I mean, Dr. London, I guess you're a big failure with your resolution. I mean, do you have another resolution for this upcoming year? Maybe try to be a little better than last yeah, year? Yeah, I mean... I Maybe something more realistic if you're not going to follow through with what you're supposed to do? Yeah, I, you know, I, I still would like to travel more. You know, that's not... I don't know if that'll be realistic, but uh, any travel now, even like you know, across state lines would be a step forward for me at this point. So travel more. I, I'm going to, I'm I'm really going to do it this year. I'm going to travel more. You're just going to roll it over like extra minutes from phone plans many years ago. It, it has not stopped being something that I want to do. So. Okay. Uh, well, should I describe mine? Cause I actually did all of mine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What are yours? I had, I mean, you know, I, I had a big year. My plan this last year was that uh, my resolution was that I was going to go to more music festivals. And because I haven't been to ones in a, in a few years now. Okay. And boy, howdy, I was able to go to every single one. Like, look at my list. I mean, Coachella. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know that those were canceled, right? Well, I mean, what do you mean? I showed up to the Coachella site. The website? There was a... I showed up to the Coachella website. There was a guy there who looked a lot like the like Wayne Coyne of the Flaming Lips. I'm sorry. And... There was a guy we, like, talked there for a, on the website? We talked for a... Yeah, on the website. And we talked for a while. And then he he played... You know the all all the hit songs. Would you realize and and whatnot? Are you sure? And so I mean, I went to Coachella, um, Lollapalooza, Austin City Limits, um, and I had the time of my life. And I you know fell in love and fell out of love. And I danced the night away, and I danced like no one was watching. Um, and I did Molly. Wow. Okay. I did. I did Molly. I feel like maybe you just looked up. Like a YouTube video of people performing. Did, did any of your clients go? To, did they go to the Coachella website at the same time that me and Wayne Coyne were on there? Um, I think all of my clients were most likely on that website at the same time as you guys. Wow. And so they got to have the exact same huge music festival experience that I did. Wow. Probably, yeah. And so um, I guess my, you know... So DJ Dylan, if you could just play the winner um, slash you accomplish your resolution sound effect. Oh wow, that was really nice. Yeah. Um, and so I guess my resolution for this next year, uh, let's see, I want it to be realistic so I can you know keep winning and not get an epic fail loser resolution like Doctor London. So let's see. Um, I want to lick okay as many no. 
people as I can. Let's go with like a a thousand. And okay, well, does it matter where you lick, like on their forehead or their arm? Yeah, no, just where it can just be like their hand, just a little bit. Okay. Because I have a theory that everyone always talks about auras, like people have a certain aura to them. I think it's mostly uh, smell and taste coming off of them. Okay. And I want to get to the bottom of See, that. See, I thought you were going to say something about like oral versus aura. And so it's sort of oral fixation. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, Mr. Practice, uh, do you have any resolution or your last year's resolutions? Could you read those out? Yes, uh, let me just find the paper here real quick. Uh, And I think, yeah, Cameron, you might need an attorney at some point, you know, licking all of those people. Um, I found the paper here. Okay, 2019, it says uh, New Year's resolution, uh, strike a piñata full of cranberries. And yeah, I did that three times this year, so I did it. Okay. Oh wow. Well, I'm I'm not. I don't want to sound harsh or picky, but it says strike a pinata, and if you did three pinatas, then you actually did not accomplish your goal. That you, it was only the singular pinata. You're you're right. Oh wait, there's a li- there's a little parenthesis three. Wait wait yeah, I think I I did accomplish it then. I assume that means three pinatas. Okay. But... <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? You got me. Oh wow! And it was yeah. It was your thumb must have just been covering the three while you were holding the paper? All right, tricky legalese. That's why you need an attorney. I yeah yeah. I suppose so. I I never ran into that problem, but you know I'm also not a lawyer. All right, I can be an interpreter. Um, and then uh, you guys said this year's uh, resolution, correct? Yes, yes. What are you going to change going forward? Um, so what am I going to change? Uh, like you said earlier on the show here, uh, a lot of people say new year, new me. Um, well, I always say new year, new TV, no STDs and fresh MP3s, boys. So, so you're going to avoid... Acquiring a sexually transmitted infection. Correct. Yep. Or more, okay. more of them, I should say, to clarify. And you're gonna try to repopularize downloading MP3s rather than just streaming music. Correct. Yeah, I, I like the good old-fashioned way, you know. Yeah. The ooh, the old crackle of the MP3. Mm. It's so much better than it's listening so to vintage. it on streaming. That's whenever I go to an right? antique yeah. store, I'm just looking for that kind of thing. Well, and it's authentic. Like, am I supposed to believe that uh, Death Cab for Cutie intended me to listen to plans on a streaming service or an MP3 file? Okay, I know what they intended. Right. Plus, I, uh, you know, like to take it a step further and also use my at-home dial-up connection with my AOL disc as well to download. Oh, wow. So you're not even paying for internet. Oh, no. You've got all these hours free that you've been stacking up. Free with the CD. Wow. Wow. Okay, so, you're, so your resolutions this year rhyme, which I guess is 
maybe another resolution in a way. All right. Well, uh, if we can go ahead and um, let's see, I guess strap the sides of the chore wheel across and we can pack it up to be shipped. Uh, I believe that's how we do it every week to, to close it out. So we'll just stretch this, clamp that down, and it's done. Okay. All right. Well, uh, that was it, was, it was great to learn about some new products and procedures uh, from Mr. Mel Practice. Uh, and Mr. Practice, uh, is there any way for our listeners to keep up with you after this? Um, well, not me in particular. I'll, I'll kind of stay off the grid, uh, except for this show, you know, as much as I possibly can. I've got a friend. Uh, well, not really a friend. He's one of my clients, though, that I met in the alleyway. I guess you could maybe follow him on, like, Instagram if you're really bored. Uh, I think his handle is Delaney's Back. And that's just D-L-A-N-Y-S, back. And that's on the Instagrammer. Okay. That sounds great. Uh, all right, yeah, so to our listeners, Delaney's back on Instagram. Uh, all right, thank you to Mr. Mel Practice for joining us. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you to our producer, Cameron. Thank you to Digital Dylan in the house. Well, I've got a couple of clients currently that... Uh... You know, working on different cancer treatments and stuff, and they have actually claimed that they have the cure for cancer, but they explained to me, they were saying that, you know, if they had a cure, that doesn't create long-term sustainable revenue for the business. And so, if we just have these ridiculously expensive and highly invasive procedures that are going to be... Uh, you know, occurring ongoing expenses for months and months, then we can maximize our profits, maximize the pain for our customers, and we can carry on from there, and I can sleep happy at night knowing that my bank account is full. Dr. LondonSmith.com, and this has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya. The torches are lit, lit AF, fam. But no matter how 100 the torches are, they are unsuccessful in their attempts to push back the gloom of the dungeon corridor. So you continue in your relentless pace forward, the clicks of your shoes reverberating back from the surrounding stonework. Finally, you find an archway and duck your head to climb under it as a cloud of dust rises from your heavy-footed entry. You cough and sneeze, eyes tearing up so you can barely see the golden glimmers from the lost treasures that make up the fortunes of these long-buried bodies. As you cough, you kick up more dust. <laughs> and finally, you, sh you just step out of the room. You know what? No treasure is worth this many sneezes. So you go back the way you came, leaving behind heaps of both dust 
and gold doubloons. Speaking of making a healthy choice, don't forget to leave a five-star review of the Jock Doc podcast in which you share about vast riches that you abandoned because of minor upper respiratory allergies. And consider joining our Patreon, where we have new episodes that ditch the medical lessons to give you a hefty dose of improvised comedy. And while you're at it, go ahead and share the Jock Doc podcast with a friend or foe. You can send them a link to your favorite episode, or just send them our handy website, jockdocpodcast.com. And don't forget to take a peek at our posts on social media. We are at Jock Doc Podcast. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.